I'm Matthew. I'm Marty. I'm Carlos. And we are the Heroes 3. Welcome to Heroes 3, the bi-weekly podcast where three friends explore the best, worst, and everything in between in the world of Asian cinema. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Heroes the Number 3 Podcast on all three of them. And this week, we are continuing their look at the Lucky Stars films with 1985's, but later 1985's, <laughs> Twinkle Twinkle Lucky Stars, uh, starring Sammo Hung and, and all, all, the, all the usual suspects. Um, and... And featuring in cameos, basically everyone in Hong Kong cinema in the eighties. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Yeah, so good. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, if just viewed on paper, this movie contains all of our lucky stars. Um, That's right. Even if uh, when actually watching the movie, you're not going to necessarily see the entire classic gang together. Um, but hey, it's pretty awesome. And a nice way yeah. to kind of wrap up this little uh, trilogy of the, really, I think what what people consider the core Lucky Stars films. Yeah, I I don't know if we talked a, a much about it on the podcast, but um, there was also the Aces Go Places films, and um, those were kind of doing their own thing, but in a similar energy to what we've got here with Samo's work. And um, eventually, those movies would kind of combine. <laughs> so we've got Lucky Stars yeah, go places. There's Lucky Stars go places. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Eric Sang took the reins uh, over the series. And then but the pom pom films are kind of a spinoff of the Lucky Stars sure. as well. Yeah. Right, right, right. And I think in 1984 there was also the Owl versus Bumbo, the uh, Samo <laughs> and um, oh man, uh, Michael Hui or wait. Anyways, well, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> Owl vs. Bumble was its own kind of like kind of mischievous kind it was of. Supposed comedy to be too. Dumbo, but it was like they changed the yeah. title. I think kind yeah, of way totally. to try to avoid Disney thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's like this uh, duo. Oh, George Lamb. That's who it is. Oh, and right, he shows up at the end of this film. So, um, there was like a similar kind of comedy action thing going on. Not less less action, more mischief. Um, but a lot of the stars that were in that film show up in this in cameo form too. So Dini Ip and Michelle Yeoh, who has kind of a more prominent role in this film, which is yeah. actually her first action role in uh, Hong Kong cinema, which is pretty cool. Um, I think that was her first role in Owl vs. Bombo. And Season Ma, who plays one of the girls at the beginning of the film, she's also in that. Um, so um, yeah, there's a... I mean, we talked about how productive these guys were in the last episode, but there was all these different kind of <laughs> lanes if you wanted to pick your lanes of comedy action in Hong Kong. And um, I think that with the Lucky Stars films, these three are the strongest ones. And I am yeah. pretty sure that uh, Eureka set that's coming out is just these films also. But I'm, I'm really excited. Right. Yeah. yeah. Really excited yeah. for that release. So this should be right in time, I think, for um, or nearby the release for that. So um, oh, everybody will perfect. have it fresh on their minds because yeah, everybody listens to, to our those, podcast, right? Those new transfers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of content on there, too. So I'm pretty excited oh, to, gonna be awesome. to check those yeah, out. It's funny. There's something about this uh, period, like 84, 85, 86, where... 
um, the speed of production is just like so remarkable. Um, in a lot <laughs> yeah. of ways, they're kind of just keeping the same momentum that was going during the period Kung Fu craze. Um, mm-hmm. There's, at least for me, there's something about um, the these films being contemporary and actually shot um, in and around locations in Hong Kong that somehow make it seem <laughs> like all that much more impossible. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's crazy. And especially like we mentioned in the last episode, the, the sort of year that Jackie Chan had in 85. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it seems like a big it's enough um, sidestep that he was able to um, put so much time into my lucky stars. Um, and he's, he's back here for this film. And yes, it's a, a smaller, um, smaller portion size, but a lot of that's actually due to an injury Jackie had by the time, you know, they get into the final fight. So yeah, just remarkable to think of what was going on. And uh, really still during most of that year, Hong Kong audiences had, had yet to see the fruits of his, um, his labors for his kind of dream personal project police story, mm-hmm. which as we've mentioned many times really kind of transformed the industry. I read somewhere that the injury that he suffered was that stunt injury from the end of police story, but yeah, I wasn't able to fall. yeah confirm that. That's that seems likely though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, the other thing I wanted to mention too is like we talked about how well I talked about how each of the lucky stars, these three films, kind of are, I feel are stronger in different ways, and I feel like the 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 fighting in this film is probably the strongest thing for me. Um, the comedy doesn't really land the way that you know, it's it's kind of yeah. the same criticisms that we had in the last episode and maybe a little bit in the first. I think Winners and Sinners is the, the funniest for me. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, um, I'd agree with that. Yeah, this is the least funny. <laughs> it, I we've do got the situation the story where it is a little more effective in Twinkle than in My Lucky Stars. Like we were kind of talking in the last episode how um once you introduce the elements, it doesn't really make sense what happens in the rest of the story. Um, yeah, it's like, hey, Samo's on the case, and also he brings his goofball friends for some yeah. reason. Yeah. And you're just going from hotel room to hotel room. It's kind of how it feels. Um, mm-hmm. So I do think there's, again, there's this sense that like Samo is walking into each of these productions seeing what could be done differently. And mm-hmm. yeah, you really have to kind of take your hat off to that. But yeah, I, I land in a similar spot with the comedy, um, but it's I just too can much. also just appreciate too that it's like th- they've used up probably all their best gags. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just a few <laughs> months ago. Yeah. Uh, but they'll like do a gag in this film and then like for the same effect, they'll do the, another gag just immediately after that. And it's like, yeah, yo, guys, <laughs> let's move so forward. Many of, okay. So many of the gags in this are like, just take another pass at your script. Just one more. And like, cause a lot of them have like the beginnings Potential, of a funny yeah, joke. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, but you didn't, but you didn't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, totally. Right. Uh, but we also get like, uh, Yasuaki Kurata, Richard Norton. Yeah. You know, we get Dick Way looking awesome again. And mm-hmm. actually Andy Lau for a short amount of time. In yeah. This film, yeah. Which is really yeah fun. He popped, he ca- it's, it's funny. He, he pops in as uh, right next to, to you and Bue and, and uh, Jackie. And it's, it's funny that it's like 
Oh yeah, he's here too. He was here the whole time, guys. I promise. Yeah, <laughs> and then he disappears feels. until the end. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other thing that I think is really cool is that um, some of the most iconic, I think, images that I think of for, I guess, for Yoon Byu specifically, come from this film. Like, there's a couple of movements yeah. that he does oh, in this that's movie. True, yeah. That are just like anybody that pictures him jumping around. That's what they're picturing mm-hmm. is from this movie. So that's no, really he cool. Is- He's yeah, that sequence from the crate one. and the yeah, yes, um, yeah, that oh yeah, classic. Does like a side flip to like the a side flip and the kick, yeah. yeah. And that, it, that there's, I always love whenever I'm watching the movie and I just know that I'm gonna make a gif out of out of something, <laughs> you know. Oh, dude. Nice. <laughs> I like feeling. his sequence there with Philip Kofe. Like they look really awesome. Both of them look mm-hmm. great. Yeah. No, that's terrific. And th- we'll get into it, but yeah. um. It's it's definitely a highlight reel for Sammo, um, the final fight. And mm-hmm. it sounds like that like he kinda took up a little bit more of the share of that finale because of Jackie's injury and mm. it did I think it probably leads to the most magical part of the whole movie. So um interesting twist of fate there. Well, let's jump into the movie itself then. But first let's take a look at the back of the VHS. Twinkle, twinkle, seven stars. How lucky do you think you are? Groping girls until they cry, parasailing till you die. Kid stuff heartache in his chest, muscles Ricky and the rest. Survive the killers who stalks the stalls, a star-filled elevator with three walls. Samo Jackie and Yoon Byu, Stanley Richard and Eric Too, Richard Norton and Chung Fat. Rosamund Kwan with the boys in a bath. The third film with Samo as your guide, the second in 1985. Enjoy these gags, fights, and cars. Here's Twinkle Twinkle, Lucky Stars. So the movie starts in kind of a silly way. I mean, <laughs> silly in a, in, a, in a different sense than the normal <laughs> ones do. An all new um, silly, yeah. And all new kind of silly because whenever it first started, I had never seen this movie before. So when the first thing it says is in 1945, the United States dropped the first atomic bomb in Hiroshima. <laughs> I was what? like, wait, where where are they going with this? <laughs> but it's just it's just a gag as they say this movie is not going to talk about any of those things. <laughs> and, and then we go to the actual movie. Mm-hmm. It's like That's that's funny. That's cute. Yeah, yeah for totally. sure. And then you go right into our goofballs acting goofy. Mm-hmm. So there's a funny gag with the Richard Ng and a gigantic clock. <laughs> yeah, right away. I do like that. Yeah. Samo stepping on two different uh, weight scales is a yeah. funny oh, yeah. joke. Yeah, so good. I like that. Uh, I like I like Samo's um, Wonder Bread pajamas that he has on. Oh, man, so good. <laughs> like the dots. Yeah, so Twinkle Twinkle Lucky Stars is more of like a direct sequel to the last movie. So we're not kind of repeating um, the sort of like meat cutes or whatever that we had in Winners and Sinners and in the last movie. So um, yeah, it's kind of nice. We just sort of hit the ground running with this gang in their very colorful mid eighties house. Yeah. It's still pastel all over the place. <laughs> mm, and yeah. you've got these, uh, I don't know. The house plans seem very eighties to me. I don't know why. <laughs> 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 but you see Charlie Chin's character, Herb or yeah. Herbert or whatever, you know, in the different versions. Uh, he shows up for this initial scene, but it's actually just a cameo. So uh, he makes way yeah, like, for like 
the younger version of him, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I totally. Guess. He's like, he looks a lot like me and he's going to kind of like do my job for the movie. <laughs> yeah. Now, which is cool. I can't think of any other example of this kind of thing. Um, I mean, it happens plenty of times where someone's replaced with like a sort of lookalike, but it's nice to have this, you know, kind of the yeah, blessing of the, the original kinda. actor. Yeah. And they actually kind of get you right into the situation pretty quickly because we've got Barbara or Poison Ivy or whatever <laughs> uh, from the last film. She shows up and it's like, hey, we were going to go to Pattaya. And uh, they're all like, wait, what? We're not ready. And then they immediately just kind of jump into the next the scenario. Yeah, it's, oh, no, we we need to go to this other cool location like we did in the last movie. <laughs> OK, let's go. Yeah, similar to like what uh, Marty was saying about filming in Hong Kong, this is probably a good excuse to go somewhere else where they can get some extra filming done. But they yeah, bring totally. along with them some uh, ladies that are, are also kind of their own cameos too. One of them is Kara Hui, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. I yeah. completely forgot that she was in the film until we watched, I watched it for this. In yep, Sandra Ng and Season so, Ma, who I, I yeah. was talking about before. So they play like the kind of girl interests at the beginning of the film before like the the heavy <laughs> girl interest shows up later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there's an interesting bit here where um blanking, what's her name? Uh Barbara's name, the actress. Uh, uh Sybil Who? Sybil Who. Sorry. Jeez. Nah, you good. Um Wow, this that's probably the first time that's ever happened to you and I was the one that Dude, corrected nice, it. Man. So. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> a single tear falls down to heroes. <laughs> there's just there's so many people in this movie, all my names there's are getting jumbled up. There's a lot of people up. in this movie, yes. <laughs> so there's an interesting bit here where she's kind of like and actually like her complete role it's in this movie is like super man. cold. Like she's just mm. ruthless. She's like actually I was just using you, and I don't love yeah, you. And I don't love you. I'm Which sorry. It makes but story sense when you watch My Lucky Stars. It's like super sudden that she's yeah. like, you know, admitting to all these yeah. feelings for Samo or whatever. But dude, it's cold. So it's rough. like we're on vacation, man. What are yeah. you doing? <laughs> and it literally, and it literally knocks Samo out because like she's explaining yeah, the that's whole a thing. Great you gag. see him falling yeah. in the background. And that's that's a good thing you mentioned too. The dub for this movie is actually the version that I watched at least had the like the classic dub team. Mm. So oh cool, and, and it was and it was from at least closer to that era than than most of the other dubs I've I've listened to. So it's it's really funny, and oh, there's nice. a couple of really good reads that I can't wait to get into later. Oh, dude, in the movie. Awesome. nice. But, um, um, I'm glad you mentioned the dub too because uh, there was this thing. You know, the last two episodes, I told you I didn't have time to watch the dub, so I did take mm -hmm. some time to watch a bit of it for this one. But there was a voice, I forget if it was Eric Sang's character or Richard Ng's character. In one of the movies, the dub that I remember, his voice was super froggy, like really, oh. like really cartoonishly <laughs> froggy. And mm -hmm. I actually found a, a clip, and it was from My Lucky Stars. Mm. It was that uh, scene where they're at, uh, we're ordering in Japan, where they had to kind of pantomime what oh, they the wanted hotel. to eat. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, you have bread first, and butter, and, and then some slices of, uh, there. Yeah, you put more bread and uh, butter, and like that. Yeah, because I don't, I don't remember which version of the film, because I just found a clip on YouTube, but 
it's really funny and and that was like a voice that i always remembered and i i I was trying to connect those dots yeah gotcha and then we have this other guy i think this guy is pretty memorable um the lucky stars minus sammo are trying to kind of like great escape tunnel yeah um underneath some like bathing gals basically just to get to the other side of them i think (laughs) um and but yeah sam was too depressed to kind of like let these hijinks go on and um (laughs) yeah it turns into a like yeah pretty memorable sequence of smashing the tunnel yeah uh that night uh they're they're having they're having like this nice nice dinner right next to a pool and and spoiler alert no one gets pushed in the pool <laughs> it's perfectly suited for someone to get pushed in the pool they're even like You're the ladies so are right. mad at them at the end of the night and stanley fung is right next to it it is perfect pushing oh, dude, push distance push them and then freeze frame oh, exactly push them in freeze frame on the splash cut to the next scene boom <laughs> i would have enjoyed this scene a lot more <laughs> anyways yeah this as it stands this scene is it's a good idea but it just it just needs a little. It just needs a little extra something, and, it just and isn't I'm quite pretty there, sure so. this is a scene that's either completely cut out or like really trimmed for the international uh, version. Oh, okay. I believe it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's it's just it's it's just another. I I think I wrote in my notes more sexual shenanigans. So <laughs> yeah, they're just trying to. It's just them trying to trying to grab the ladies yep. and and stuff, and the ladies get fed up with it and, mm-hmm. and head out. <laughs> uh, at least they've got scene. power and yeah. numbers in this movie um so that's they, true they can They're actually all, walk out on, the, on one person. the stars yeah <laughs> i do like that the end of the scene sets up a little bit of yes. richard ing stuff so um each of these lucky stars films that we've seen have him trying some <laughs> type of sorcery right yeah. <laughs> and this he he actually goes to see a soothsayer uh, like a witch doctor and um it's Wu Ma playing this yeah, person. Yeah, of course here, it is. Which is great. <laughs> yeah, it's so perfect. He, he gives Richard Ng like these voodoo powers. <laughs> so he has like a voodoo doll that he can make somebody fall in love with if he like pokes the doll. And I think that that's a really funny gag. And they use it a little bit, but they completely forget it like through the rest of the movie. And I think that mm. it actually could have been really fun to kind of call back to later in yeah. the film. And yeah, I, I also think the like whole action, lead up you know? to seeing to seeing Wu Ma and like traveling by boat, it kind of reminds me of mm-hmm. the Voodoo Ladies place in Monkey Island too. Um, You're totally like, right. To <laughs> oh, nice. Um, like, but the, it's in, like, like the mud, yeah, swamp stuff. I, yeah. So it's interesting. I would say that the, the Richard stuff it like takes the most advantage of being in Thailand and the location and everything. But yeah, you're mm-hmm. totally right, Carlos. It's like. Um, that could have been a really like funny runner for him when we go back to Hong Kong and we kind of lose it. Yeah, because it, it. I mean, the the end result of this kind of gimmick thing is that you see Richard Ng naked again because it kind of, of blows up in his face later on. I gotta be naked, Sam. <laughs> yeah, and that was a funny thing too. In Richard Ng's interview, he there's a bit where he's mentioning that. He suggested that Samo should be naked because he was like, he's a fat guy. He should be naked. That would be funnier. But they wanted me to be naked, so I guess it'll be me again. That's funny. <laughs> I thought that was really good. Mm. That's awesome. Mm. Yeah, we, we talked about we talked about the interview in the last episode. But yeah, that the interview with Richard, yeah, with Richard actually is for 
Twinkle Twinkle Lucky Star. So yeah, right, right, right. It's more specific about this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so the next scene has him with this voodoo doll explaining to his buddies that, hey, I can make any of these girls fall in love with me. And it actually works. And uh, Karahoy's like put under the spell and then he like ends yeah. up taking all the girls off into the other room and all the guys are like holy crap i can't believe this is really working mm-hmm. but then what ends up happening is it, it didn't work and they just like stripped them naked and yeah like beat them yeah. up or and something they, like walk they walk by and like throw each of the piece of clothing at them mm-hmm. uh, yeah i think in. it's played really well because um mm-hmm. as the audience you're you're not really sure what's happening um and yeah, so I don't know. I think there is really good payoff, at least in this this chunk of the the film over this um, the voodoo gag. Mm-hmm. So there's the there's a short scene with with Samo and Sybil. I kind of want to jump to the parachute scene though. Yeah, okay. well, basically the the next scene is her twisting the knife some more, <laughs> but she's yeah. trying to get him to cooperate because there's like an informer that has some valuable information that they need to get. But it it sets the stage for the action that's coming up. So um, yeah. out on the beach, you've got this uh, basically like a parasailer, right? Is that how it's called? Like dude's in a parachute at the end yeah. of the boat. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. I, I looked it up. I think parasailing's a different thing, but it's it's the same kind ah, of idea okay. where it's like on a parachute behind him. Yeah. And and that's uh, Melvin Wong, who I recognize from Writing Wrongs, the um, other yeah. Cynthia Rothrock, Yoon that movie is really great, and I'd love to talk about that sometime on the podcast. But um, no, that is parasailing. Never mind. Oh, ignore what I said before. That nice. is parasailing. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. <laughs> so uh, this is a kind of a funny bit because he's having a blast. Yay! I'm up in the air, <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh no, I'm dead." <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we introduce our assassins. Who? Oh uh, man, <laughs> dude, oh, just icon. Yeah, name up. Yeah, not to be all internet-y, but name a more iconic duo for yeah. for real. <laughs> exactly. Like, because as and I was so excited because whenever you see uh, first, you see like a person's looking through this this telescope and it's it's Chung Fat, and as soon as I saw him, I was like, I I'm so like I didn't I didn't really recognize his name or like I didn't know his name off the top of my head. But as soon as I but saw you know him, I was him like, and you oh, know that stash. Like we, yeah. we saw him and, and he had the exact same outfit in, in yes, madam. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, right. Yes, totally. ma'am. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, and uh, which that's, that's the same year, right? That's 85. It's like right it's around here. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. right after right around the same time. Yeah. But it's so funny. Cause it's, it's not like he grew that mustache. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's just funny that it has. Yeah. The I'm same trying to remember the what time, the, but, like what the first um, film was where he had the mustache, but that just became yeah. his signature look. Yeah. He just keeps it so in his wallet. I guess so. Just in <laughs> case. Um, but he has this great, uh, uh, all of them have this awesome, like wetsuit with the hat look. And yeah. we also see, um, Asueki Karata, which we've seen in, uh, uh, fist of legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Shanghai Express and, and Shanghai yeah, Express yeah. right around uh, this time as well. Yeah. And then we finally get to see Richard Norton. Yay. Richard Norton again. <laughs> yes. Dude <laughs> the, rules. The classic Aussie. Yeah, stuntman. totally. And this is his first, um, real project, you know, with the, with the fellas and, um, as we've mentioned earlier on the podcast, this became kind of a long-lasting relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, pretty rare at this point to be, um, you know, a non 
Chinese action performer and be kind of brought into the inner circle. Yeah. So yeah, especially that he's like part of this team here, and it's it's kind of a cool device that they use where it's like these bad guys all um, ostensibly speak English, and so on the <laughs> Cantonese dub, there's English, and um, and yeah, Richard's actually doing that. So yeah, and it's weird in the dub he doesn't voice him, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, they they're all they're all start parasailing to chase after the, the other guy, um, which I like. They never bring up who's driving the boats that the bad guys are. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> are, sure. are, are floating behind, but whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, we get uh, some some parasailing assassins. Oh, that's and great. The, the best part is that they not only shoot him. But then, yeah, that's <laughs> they what have I was a rocket say. launcher out, like a and they blow explosion. up. They blow up the boat, and you see a. It's dog, really man. smart bang for the buck. Um, yeah. I think Bay Logan mentions on the commentary. Um, most of the shot of a shots of our bad guys were all done in Hong Kong, but then the wide shot of the explosion was done. Or sorry, the explosion was done in Hong Kong as well. Um, but then, yeah, the other Melvin stuff was done in Thailand. So mm. pretty smart, um, you know, planning kind of from the production side yeah. to put this and all together. And also that uh, long distance stunt of the the parachute yeah, guy falling, falling into, into the, the water, water is wild. Yeah. That's insane. Yep. And I have a GIF request. Can we please oh, get course. a gift of all of a gif of all of them celebrating after the kill? Like, oh yeah, that's so good. It's so funny to me. <laughs> They're like, yeah, just a, a different. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, oh, definitely. That might be a good like caption gif. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or maybe they don't actually vocalize. Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the uh, Samo and um, Sybil they pick up uh, Melon Wong, but. It's too late. The dude is dead. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not completely too late because he is able to say that he like sent a letter to Hong Kong because mm-hmm. somehow the somehow it didn't get completely killed. Uh, but that is he doesn't make it ashore. I also like yeah. In the following scene, you see the the guys getting their payoff, and there's a moment where the like boss is saying like, "Hey, go get this letter," and the guys like. Chung Fat's like, we're not postal men, we're assassins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, all right, well, kill the guy then. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. like, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a good, that's a good, uh, a good uh, read too, is because when he's giving them the information, the the way that the, the dub actor says, here's some background. Oh, <laughs> really? yeah, so in the folder. Nice. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> So uh, now we're gonna get to see Samuel fight some people, <laughs> which is interesting. Yeah, this is a this is gonna be this interesting scene. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so uh, we're in Thailand, and uh, <laughs> in this scene, uh, these these ladies are bringing in like uh, like they look like tourists, and they're coming in, um, but they, it turns out they're actually uh, so. Yeah, so they I self-identified as transvestites. This group, yes, they um, yes they say yeah. transvestites. Obviously, that's not really a <laughs> the, the the term you use in common parlance now. Um, but the whole culture of that in in Thailand is really fascinating and yeah. very difficult to find information that isn't 
like super transphobic because oh. oh, a lot of times a lot of times it's like look at these weirdos that are boys that dress up like girls mm-hmm. or or whatever yeah um so the term for it might be katui um i saw that a few times um apparently ladyboy isn't as offensive as you'd think it is oh. which is crazy oh, that's surprising. um yeah it's rising i'm not gonna say it too much but apparently some some people in Thailand identify like that so you know whatever it's it's their prerogative Mm -hmm. Uh, but apparently this was actually part of like a a real group of of whatever the right term for for them is oh um that was in Thailand Mm, Uh, Logan that mentions that and he uses the phrase transvestite review I'm sure that's not the way that you should say it but Mm -hmm. um uh, but, but yeah, yeah but I so imagine they, that's how they probably described it at the time. Um, probably, yeah. I mean, and that's a whole um, other conversation of the. Yeah, we are we are definitely not concept. equipped for that. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would, totally. I would um, say that we're not the podcast to, to mm-hmm. peel those layers away. Yeah, but and, it is. I think it is. It is surprising because you would. Um, I think if you hear about it on paper and you've seen the previous Lucky Stars films, you're probably like, "Oh boy!" Like, yeah. This is, like this is going to be horrible and from one point of view i mean you got to say there is actually representation mm-hmm. on yeah. screen in the mid 80s i mean mm-hmm. there's one character that's um that's not from that that thailand group oh and, yeah you can totally see chin carlock wearing <laughs> yeah, a wig yeah, yeah i was going to say but yeah, and chin you can also, it's also dude. very obvious that that's just a dude wearing a wig yeah. like yeah totally but this is also um, i mean there's so much precedent for that for for female yeah. characters throughout Hong Kong. And I believe that mm. Chin Garlock doubles at the point of like injury yeah. for each of these characters. For, for all of them. Yeah. Mm. But you do get to see them do a lot of the action themselves besides yeah. of taking yeah. those hits and uh, falls. It's, it's all of these actors and the sequence, which is pretty cool. Mm, and, but the, here we are again things get really violent <laughs> so um sybil whose character yeah. barbara yeah she's got a gun and she's killing she, yeah, she people. just shoots one of them <laughs> <laughs> and then they're all like oh shit it's getting crazy yeah. and then they all yeah, run they, away <laughs> yeah. um, but it's but it's a cool fight and like it is a lot of it's a cool example of a lot of people who aren't like you know, Hong Kong actors, but have dance backgrounds. So they're able to yeah, totally to work with it. it. This gets them to realize they need to head back to Hong Kong. I also, here's another gift request from Carlos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Sybil who raising the gun up to her face and then Samo looking like nervous about oh, it is yeah. really good. That's a good one. So now we get to, we get to see our, get to see our boys. Oh yeah. <laughs> in this next scene. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a eighties Hong Kong cop movie if there wasn't a cool scene at a harbor. Yeah, for um, sure. And blink it, and you'll miss uh, Lei Hoi San here. Yeah, he's like the driver. Yep. But all of our favorites oh, cool. are in this scene. So uh, Dick Wei. Yeah, Dick Wei looks so cool. In Philip Kofei, so. who we don't see as much, but is also really great. And uh, Logar Wing looking like he's just out of Back to the Future. <laughs> oh, dude, love that! Yeah. I also like that they're all wearing red in their own way. It's like they're they're teammates, but they're wearing their own uniforms. But they have like <laughs> yeah, kind of a colorful totally. unison. <laughs> but there's this boat that's sitting out in the harbor, and the the, the criminals are like, "Hey, you guys got to get out of here." 
Uh, and then we realize that those are actually uh, Jackie Yunbu and Andy Lau. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's it's cool. Andy Lau, whenever I first saw him, I was like, there's no way he's making it to the credits because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't immediately recognize him like I did the, the other two. Oh, so man. Like, that's that's totally I was totally thinking it was going to be a, he dies in this drug bust. And then <laughs> that's like sets up the movie. But well, he's coming but in he actually. Yeah, he's coming in pretty fresh faced. And this is kind of like the. Mm-hmm beginnings of his career he's trying to make a name for himself in movies and Mm -hmm. it's cool to see him here and actually um he'd be in magic crystal with richard norton that that movie's pretty fun too um but i I like that they're all they look like they're like jazz dancers (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah they're all they all have like these tank tops and like black pants and stuff standard yeah. issue police uniforms exactly <laughs> the, the thing that i love about um kind of how andy lau is utilized here is if you weren't familiar with him you'd probably walk away from the sequence thinking he's like you know a martial arts performer um you know once again it's like Samo and team really kind of flattering the actor and designing Mm. like really great choreography and um using editing and doubling really smartly to to really kind of um showcase this because that that is not andy lau's background so they the they they kind of raid it the (laughs) i wrote in my notes this drug bus brought to you by pepsi (laughs) yeah there's a couple moments in the movie with pepsi product placement and this is a big one yeah Yeah. (laughs) Um, and it was sponsored by Pepsi because you see it at the credits that Pepsi was one of the one of the sponsors. Do you think those um, are um, the ones the the barrels with danger on them, or they're like explosive <laughs> Pepsi? <laughs> oh, no, what it was is it's Pepsi on the bottom and then Mentos on the top. Oh. So. <laughs> oh, <goodness>. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, they they're they're trying to to shoot them down, but they they hold these the the barrel so it's like oh no we have to kung fu fight now <laughs> um and kung fu fight they do there's some yeah, amazing the, some of you imbues like best action that we've seen yeah. on the podcast happens in this scene mm-hmm. yeah totally agree i like how they're conversing with each other hey how many can you take out <laughs> yeah oh, yeah i can only take two or three <laughs> it's really funny yeah <laughs> they say uh jackie you can take the rest of them <laughs> yep this area is really equipped for this action too. You've got uh, crates, you've got staircases, you've got these weird like wooden cages that I don't really <laughs> understand. And I guess it's some type of storage. Um, you've got some office space for people to fly through glass. <laughs> but really, yeah. the the highlight for me is Yumbu versus uh, Philip Kofe here, and yeah, they're they're killing it. It's just so amazing when Yumbu yeah, does it's kind of like an these... unexpected pairing, but God, they just complement each other perfectly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yumbu's kicks, he, whether it's a counter kick or just like a big wide, like flipping kick, it just looks so cool. Andy Lau is really strong too. You're right, Marty. He, he looks awesome and he's got the, I mean, he has the look. I mean, obviously he's a superstar now, but when you see him in this, you're like, man, this dude can do some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And the, oh, I'm sure I made a gif of it, but the the Yumbu like side flip to the to the high kick. It I feel like if this was any other movie, that would be in like ultra slow mo because it's incredible. Yeah, that's one um, of these moves that I. 
my fighting game brain i always think of what would be the input for that yeah <laughs> so like up forward both kicks would be the first flip and then like yeah. right kick after that would be that second kick yeah. <laughs> be awesome. well and i think that that's such a great sequence and um this will be i think a really significant gif um uh, say folks that um kind of, that may have gotten into martial arts today through tony ja i think it's awesome to kind of go back and see Yun Byu in his prime um, with mm. just his incredibly unique, you know, acrobatic flair. You're so right, Matthew. It's like, you know, they don't really make a meal of this. Um, it's not kind of like a shot from three angles and slow-mo thing. Um, Un- unlike Tony Shaw. So. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's part of what's so exciting about yeah, that's, that's, that's part these of moments in a fight. Is it's like, oh my gosh, what just happened? But like, yeah. I can't stop. You know. Yeah, I wish Dick Way was in more of the film, actually, because like, yeah. I mean, obviously he's yeah, great. Yeah, this fight's great, and too. he he looks super cool. He's got those fingerless gloves on in this mm-hmm. sequence. Red. Yeah, yeah, and I like that the the scene ends with just some other cops come in, just shoot one of the guys. Yeah, they're fighting. just like, man, gun crazy. Yeah, and there is a funny gag in the uh, in the dub whenever all of the cops are in. Or I guess it's in both, but it, it translates well. Uh, that all of them are like reading the the Miranda rights or the equivalent uh, yeah, at the exact yeah. same time. It's yeah, just, that's funny. So following this scene, we get to see John Sham again. Yeah, <laughs> which is really good. I I actually do enjoy him in this movie. I feel like mm-hmm. his acting directing direction was be annoying. <laughs> like, yeah, you're yeah. you're annoying this movie. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think I'd still take annoying John Shum over annoying Eric Tsang. I Um, agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. (laughs) I like Eric. I mean, and and I I understand the appeal and everything, but yeah, got a soft spot for John here. Yep. Um, Barbara and uh, Ricky, right? You and Bu? Yeah, Ricky. Ricky. Yeah, Yeah. it's Ricky. Um, They show up at at John Shum's apartment, Curly. They're looking, because that's the place where the letter uh, was being sent to from this informant so uh very shortly after this we're going to be introduced to our main female lead uh so um sybil who kind of moves away and rosamund kwan takes her place in this film which is also kind of funny to me because barbara's been through it with these guys she understands their score (laughs) Mm -hmm. and she kind of just rosamund's like anything you should I should know about these dudes. Yeah. Nothing at all. Yeah. Nope. No. They're super nice. That's we'll get to in a second, but they they have to basically have Rosamund Quant stay there as like a safe house. I was thinking, is that really the safest house they could have put her in? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. There's a but very Rosamund's strange... great and I think oh, yeah, I mean is. I think in a, a lot look. of ways yeah. um it's kind of an improvement casting wise over over Sybil. So Yeah, sure. There's a really strange line where Barbara says to her, like, these men will, like, make you feel like a woman. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) what? (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Make you feel like an object. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's this this very next scene uh, where they're back at the back of the clubhouse stanley fung just pissed in this whole scene yeah and like yeah. i feel i felt like i missed a missed a scene or something because <laughs> he's just really mad at everyone and like flips over samo's puzzle and yeah yeah Jake eats a fly which is <laughs> weird in the last movie so this is the um 
Hong Kong Legends. I think for every episode we've watched for this, we've been using Hong Kong Legends. I did mention mm-hmm. I have the um, Blu-ray set, like Asian market Blu-ray set with English subtitles. Um, and I watched both versions just to see what was different. And there was a scene that was cut out from <laughs> the Hong Kong Legends versions oh, of boy. my lucky stars that we chose not to really bring up and i think it was cut <laughs> right. out for a good reason <laughs> yeah but uh this movie doesn't really have anything different from the versions yeah. that i watched that's good <laughs> but yeah then uh roseman kwan shows up and and of course they're all falling over themselves to yeah. to impress her or whatever <laughs> and then there's see- that one gag with where john Shump tries to come out of his room and there's like a there's like a solid painting oh man uh, oh yeah (laughs) he just runs into it yeah that's yeah this the the next little bit with them is just a bunch of dumb sexual shenanigans um (laughs) um which like like with all of it there's a couple of bits like the the running into the the wall which is really funny but like the way they're trying to like to get her to do whatever is they like set the house on fire or they make the look like the house is set on fire it's it's some wacky, smacky, dumb stuff. So yeah, it's a stretch. <laughs> like the 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 gimmick in the last movie with the, well, was it the last one? Oh man, the the oh, with, the, with them br- tying up. Yeah, that was like funny, and it even that was a little long, but it was still mm-hmm. funny in its own way. And this one is like, I don't know. You guys need to. <laughs> read you need, you need like one more pass or two more passes on these yeah, gags yeah. guys yeah there there's definitely like a a downside to making so many movies back to back that are you know basically all trying to explore the same kind of ideas so but it's also interesting because um we probably wouldn't have had a series of lucky stars films if they hadn't made them so quickly <laughs> um, that's true because once we leave this year, like I think we've alluded to, there there are more films that you could consider part of the series, but it gets a little bit cryptic as to what you would include and what you wouldn't. And Samo is rarely involved, um, you know, kind of following this movie. I do like uh, the next day we see them like eating all together. I do like the one recurring gag with Eric saying is that he'll just blurt out what everyone else is is thinking <laughs> or or doing, and <laughs> she'll he's blurting out like like oh we just wanted to see you get naked or what or something like that. And, yeah, and I don't know. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um. Also, uh, Stanley Fung is going full uh, Three Stooges in this movie. Oh, like, for sure. There oh, is totally. a lot of, especially in the, the next scene we're going to talk about, there's a lot of like the, the slapping and the eye gouge. Yeah, and that's a great little sequence. I mean, the fact, too, that John's character is called Curly, even though I, yeah, he, he should really be wary, but... Um, <laughs> Whoa. Like, yes, well, yeah, because he, cause he Curly didn't have the Curly hair. That's part yeah, of the joke. Totally. Um, <laughs> uh, which actually in the, I don't know if it's in the original, but in the dub, he says, like, don't call me Curly, call me John. Yeah. Which, <laughs> oh, that was funny. Right. So we get back to the uh, back to the crime plot. Uh, the Lao, the crime boss, is like under police protection. Um, and Jackie and Andy are... are making like just keeping an eye on him and uh he he gives them the slip because he's like he's trying to drive around and uh it's really cool if you know to look for it you actually can see 
Lao get into the car and then get back out of it on the other side and, and walk away oh. before getting to the, the second car. Nice, nice. Um, we get some cool <laughs> vehicle action now. Yes. And, and I'm oh, pretty man, sure so that Blackie Co. was involved yeah, with this. Yeah, Blackie Co. Was I'm sure. The, was the, a motorcycle was involved. So. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, we get our parachute boys again. Oh, parachute uh, boys. I like that. That's great. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> I like their bike outfits, too. These leather yes, uh, get-ups are really nice. And they're ruthless, man. They killed James Tien. No, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, not only do they shoot him dead, but then they like ignite the whole car and you see yeah it they... actually looks too real for a moment where the the canister flies into their dead bodies <laughs> mm-hmm. before the car yeah. explodes no i i did like that because i feel like other movies would just shoot the car a bunch and then it would explode but they like pour gasoline in it and throw the cannon and then shoot a flare into it and mm. that ignites it to explode yeah and yeah. i just thought that's 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 cool like Excuse me. It just gives like a little extra, a little extra thought to it. Yeah, right. Um, I also like the shot where um Jackie shoots the door out to get like a yeah, better advantage. Yeah. That's really cool, and that's like something you you wouldn't really think of in a western action movie. <laughs> yeah, it's totally. like the logistics behind it, but it still adds to the action. So I think that's really cool. Mm. Um, but the uh the chase ends up leading them into like this little. I, I like it looks like an industrial kind of area but jackie here is chasing richard norton's character and um you get a little bit of interaction between them it would have been cool to see them so actually this is fight. actually the this is the back lot of golden harvest oh um, oh snap oh nice cool. yeah yeah which that's 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 funny you say that because it kind of uh looking through it now it kind of almost looks like like an abandoned like set from like a period kung fu drama yeah, or something. yeah totally, yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, that leads to a, to a great fight with them with and it and it, it's cool because it's a lot more of like a i don't know it's a lot rougher of a fight it's not like a perfect kung fu form kind of thing like yeah it's a lot of totally trying to get away and you know throwing things uh, there is one great that that would definitely be a gif of Richard Norton hopping onto an awning and he just falls straight down. <laughs> oh yeah, we. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he gets the jump on muscles and uh, escapes. He like gives yeah, him like he's a cheap holding shot. that broken he bottle, bottle like up to, yeah. He has a he has a great line where he says, "Will is full of dead heroes. Don't be a hero." Like that's that's a good line. I like that. Yeah. Don't be a hero. <laughs> yeah, pretty rough. So now uh, we get to we get a scene where they're at like this this theater. Like I guess it's like a community center or whatever, because uh, there's yeah. like multiple classes going on. And there's a couple of dumb gags, but the lead yeah, is us where we have to. That. Uh, well, we we have that three stooges. Yes, we have that that amazing three stooges bit that's yeah. like flipping back and forth, and it's I'll definitely make a gif of that. Yeah, um, totally. And then yeah, the following get... sequence is another one of the major cuts from the international print. I don't think it's fully removed, but it's like dramatically trimmed down. And wow. They took it kinda, out? Yeah, you could understand it. Oh, okay, I get it. But I mean, seeing... Okay, so we got Michelle Yeoh here doing some really fun oh, stuff. Oh, sorry. No, I'm getting ahead of things. I mean yeah. the Shakespeare. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Yeah, no, the Michelle sequence is definitely in the international yeah. cut. Yeah. yeah, they go to a they go to like a judo class, and Michelle Yeoh is teaching, and 
you said this is like this is her first action sequence in in Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I think he mentions in the commentary the very first opponent Michelle Yeoh ever has on screen is Richard. Ng- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. And his whole bit is just to open her shirt. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. But it's cool. She has like a. I mean, obviously, she has a similar look in Yes, Madam, but she has that like the the '80s like bangs that you don't really see her with most of the most of the rest of her mm. uh, career. Yeah, right, right. Um, she rules. Oh, dude, totally. Yeah, and she's very commanding in this sequence too. Um, you see her little interaction with Richard, but it still looks really dynamic and fun. And uh, then following that, she challenges Samo, and Samo's kind of playing this kind of timid but like quietly confident like guy for this sequence and uh they tumble and uh she's uh I, she basically underestimated him and he's like tossing her all over the place so that looks really nice it actually looks really fun to me mm-hmm. there's a quick gag where they're like is there anyone else want to try and all these these girls run up to sabo and like oh do me next yeah <laughs> that's kind of funny yeah yeah but their close, like their interaction, that close quarter stuff, like how it starts, is really mm-hmm. cool. Um, when Samo's really flipping her around, you can see that uh, that's a double. Like, mm-hmm. um, but uh, all the close up stuff looks really good. So next we get the the, the dreaded Shakespeare scene. Oh man, um, which it's it's just it's dumb. It's like so Serum and Juliet, and they're like forgetting their lines. And there is one great bit where it's all of the the lucky stars like pertaining to be on horses and, and riding yeah. in sync. That's that's pretty cute. You know what would have been awesome um, if it's if it would have just been like a montage photo slideshow? Um oh, yeah, like a, sure. With like a ballad or something mm-hmm. with like underneath it. Cause it's really cool seeing them all on stage together and they do strike a cool pose. Um but yeah, something about what's supposed to be funny here is like just not coming across at least maybe to a western audience i don't know if it if it's working yeah i also feel like having john sham there and he's basically like an antagonist like character could have been like way funnier to kind of have them play against each other and they don't really capitalize on that it's yeah. it's kind of unfortunate yeah the next scene uh we're back at the the apartment and we see uh yim and Sybil who and there's a knock at the door and we see it's Chung Fat looking like the most evil postman in the world. <laughs> he it's he perfect. even has like black makeup around his eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Um and he's trying to get her to sign for the letter, um, and he's about to shoot her, which again, I don't completely understand the logic there, but whatever. Um but right before he's able to do it, uh, John Shaw walks in and <laughs> kind of stops it. Yeah, I like how rough uh, uh, Ricky is with Curly because <laughs> mm-hmm. he's trying to get him to understand yeah. like how dangerous the situation is. And Curly is being very persistent about like staying at the place, even though there's a killer on the loose looking for them. Um, so <laughs> uh, Yun like kicks him <laughs> and like draws blood. He gets like a bloody nose. Yeah. And uh, another great dub line, uh, Chunk Fat goes downstairs and he meets back up with the other uh, parachute boys. And, and 
in the dub, the way that he says, I was about to shoot, someone came in. But the way he says it, he says it like a, he sounds like a New York rabbi or something. He's like, <laughs> I was about to shoot, someone came in. <laughs> <laughs> like Zoidberg? Yeah, yeah, it's this very like, this very like Yiddish comedy kind of vaudeville sound. Great. Oh, dude, Just, perfect. It's so silly. But uh, so everybody's kind of leading up to this final sequence. And in order to really set the stage, we've got our assassins show up um, at the, the the rec center, basically. And um, you've got Yasuaki Kurata. He's got like a case that you assume it's definitely not a pool stick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <Right>. So <laughs> he enters the same building where our lucky stars are having their acting lesson. And he... Uh, heads to the bathroom which would be the perfect vantage point for him to snipe at the apartment across the street yeah and uh this sets up for a really interesting uh sequence (laughs) so yeah he actually um because of the advantage um he's using the ladies room and yeah you can can set it up for there but yeah i think this is a super clever scene yeah he he gets out his his sniper and, and puts it together and uh, here's the door open, and it's Rosamund Kwan, and uh, she like he immediately pulls a gun on her, and thinking fast, she starts like feeling around and says, "Is anyone there?" Pretending that she's blind. Man, what quick thinking and such yeah. a high risk, yeah, so high good. reward maneuver too. Yeah. <laughs> and Yasuaki Kurata is playing it so well because he's pretty mm-hmm. dubious, and he's like, "I don't yeah. know." And Rosamund just has to take it as far as it can go, so she's mm-hmm. actually going into the stall, and then he's pushing the door open, and she's still going ahead doing her business yeah. like she doesn't know anything um yeah super smart like thinking on your feet yeah. kind of a thing um, and then she doesn't wash her hands <laughs> i noticed that too i was like <laughs> gross well i guess you're alive but your hands are dirty so that's messed yeah. up what a waste yeah <laughs> but, but yeah why whenever he gets then when he gets back to the, the to, to the sniping position then uh <laughs> they're then they're gone yeah. So then uh Rosemary Quad runs back and and is like you see the 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 stars all around and she's telling about like this crazy man that had a gun in the bathroom. Um and and, and then he walks right back right, right back out and, and it's like that's him, that's him. <laughs> and and that leads us into basically the rest of the movie. So Yeah, the the assassins uh have to ramp it up we're gonna get the fight that we're here for right guys and yeah totally c- very conveniently the elevator doors open up and yumbu and jackie <laughs> are there <laughs> yeah oh, man, so and he immediately takes eric sang hostage which this is probably my favorite eric sang in the whole movie whatever he's being held hostage i think it's just because i don't like him in a lot of just the like movie. wish fulfillment <laughs> so, yeah so, so seeing him like screaming and crying and and it's worth mentioning the the um if I probably already mentioned it, but the the dub actor for for him's actually really good. Like his voice, it it kind of fits perfectly. It's like kind of snivelly, wienery kind of voice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> He's out of bullets. Oh. Yeah, and then it's interesting. I um I like that we're still using the geography of the theater location, whatever its uh, other faults might be in the movie um <laughs> but it's really kind of it's it sort of it feels like sort of unique because uh you get the sense it's like we really need to 
to move a lot of ground to kind of get to the location of our final fight. But but yeah, I, I think we make good use of the theater space here and we get to have a, at least a little bit of kind of gunplay, um, kind of reminding us of the era that we're in where it's, you know, the fact that we're in contemporary Hong Kong and that we're mixing, you know, firearms with Kung Fu is still extremely mm-hmm. exciting at this point in time. Yeah, some of the some of the scenes in this next bit almost feel kind of like a better tomorrow or some of the early John Woo oh, stuff. Yeah, like it totally see like you see like little flashes of it and then and then it, it jumps to comedy and, and crazy kung fu. But like there's like a little bit of like the the sneaking around and the shooting glass bottles and, and stuff. And I gotta mention Chung Fat and Richard Norton next to each other. Come on, guys, Hall and Oates. That's that's what we're talking <laughs> oh about, <my> right? Gosh. <laughs> It's Hall and Oates, dude. <laughs> oh man, you're totally right, though. Oh, so oh, that hair is amazing. That's oh, you got to make look. like a kisses on my list. MD. <laughs> Just the two of them. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah. The, and also the um, right before the the shooting starts in like this this bar area they're in. There's actually the the synths are actually really cool. It's like this cool fat like bass now 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 kind of oh yeah sound. Yeah. I just noticed that on uh, on the rewatch. There's the there's the great bit where uh the bottle gets shot um right on like right over UMBU and like it's the champagnes like pouring on him. He has to sneak around the corner. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, and we've got uh like we were talking about Jackie takes a shot to the shoulder, so that kind of he, he does get a little bit of action here and it's fun to see, but um, But yeah, it's a clever way to kind of cover for his injury. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was shocked whenever I saw him got shot because I was like, Jackie Chan never gets shot in these movies. Yeah, that's true. He's 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 the Kung Fu Superman. <laughs> like, yeah. So our matches here are Yasuaki Kurata, who busts out the Raphael size. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so great. Um him versus Jackie until Samo shows up. And you've got uh Samo versus Richard Norton and Samo versus iconic. It's yeah. like it's like two heavies fighting each other. It's great. Yeah, yeah and it is really cool that you it's mentioned that, great that interview too. With Richard Norton talking about his experience because it's like really his first action sequence in Hong Kong. It's amazing. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, nice. But I'm seeing Richard Norton. I mean, he's got a muscular build, but he in some shots he looks bigger than Samo. Just how mm-hmm. dense he looks. He looks like a He-Man action figure. <laughs> he. T- he totally does. I'm I'm sure he's done like modeling at some point because he's like he is like, he's really muscular, but he's also really tall. And... Yeah, right, right. Yeah. And you see him doing these roundhouse kicks and it's like, whoa, mm-hmm. <laughs> imagine him kicking a tree down. But uh, yeah. I also like that he's really kind of got this uh, strong karate stance when he's fighting against Samo. I think that uh, really emphasizes his uh, his like weight. And I also yeah, like totally. that he has a bit of he has a bit of a personality. He's not just tough, tough guy. <laughs> oh yeah, you're, like, you're always like waiting. He's, he's kind of he's kind well, of sassy, and this is where we hear his his famous painful line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. and as we mentioned, like the it's so cool that he actually dubbed his own voice for the Cantonese mm-hmm. track. Um, yeah, and that yeah he gets a catchphrase. It's just so juicy. In the dub, his uh, it's a different voice actor. Or, yeah, or, you know, just no, which like is that. Kind of weird. That crazy irony. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like he's he is speaking English, just you know, just not the right not the right kind of English, I guess. Don't want his Australian accent. Yeah. 
I like. I do like he 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 fights dirty. Like he throws the jacket. Like he's. You think he's just taking the jacket off to like get a better, you know, you know, get more movement. He throws at Samoan, throws him through a window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Samuel kind of answers back. He does the faint where he's like in pain, and then he yeah. like does that low hit to like that huge like mm-hmm. front kick to the guy's face. You can see that he's doubled. Uh, Richard Norton's doubled there, but I mean, yeah. shortly after that, you see him take a full brunt of Samuel front kick. Yeah, and totally. There's no way to double that. <laughs> well, he talks about it. It's like putting the like padding and um in his cheeks and stuff. But still, it's like this is Samuel Hung coming at yeah. you, man. Oh, yeah, dude. you got that awesome kick landing him against the wall, and then they do that like close cut of him taking like oh, an uppercut. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> you see the sweat flying off of his head. <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> so and then another thing in the um in the Richard Norton interview that he mentions is you know no AC in this location, and that it was oh, I think not. he says it's something like 110 degrees or something just Oof. unbelievable, and they're working you know hours. Yeah. Um, you know, giving it like everything. So it's, I mean, boy, it really shows up on screen though. I mean, this is oh, amazing. Yeah. And that's a wet heat too. Cause Hong Kong's really humid. Oh, dude, so yeah. oh, that's the worst. Oh Ugh, man. No Puerto thanks. Rico in the summertime. When we were kids, we would visit family in Puerto Rico and you turn the fan on and it's just like blowing mm. humid <laughs> yeah. air at you. Why'd it's you like, do that? Yeah. this doesn't help yeah. at all. <laughs> no, no. Growing Savannah honestly wasn't that much different from mm. that. Like it was, it's gross. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> so, so now you get to <laughs> a place where you get two feet of snow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Puerto Rican in the snow. What the hell, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Careful what you wish for, kids. Yeah. <laughs> So now we get to see the uh, Jackie and Asawaki Karada fighting, and and this is, I mean, it's just classic Jackie, like flipping around. He's he looks like he's just in pain the entire time. Yeah, and like just the speed on these guys is amazing. Yeah, so great. And Asawaki Karata is awesome too. Like I've um I like follow. He has like a a school on Facebook. And that dude's still oh, cool. doing awesome stuff. He looks really sure cool, he too. He's aged very well. Man, he's an ageless guy. Because even at this point in time, you know, he's quite a bit older than Jackie yeah. and the rest of the guys here. I was going to say, he's got He never shows it, now. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. and, you know, think it's almost a decade after this, you know, his kind of iconic role in Fist of Legend. And, mm-hmm. and there he's still, <laughs> you know, going toe-to-toe with Jet Li. It's, yeah. Yeah, what an incredible performer. But he can't stand up to some tennis rackets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're a bit smaller. Yeah. I think they're what, like badminton rackets? Yeah, I was going to say, they're not, they're, they're, badminton rackets aren't that small. No, they, but yeah, they actually are. The, so, I mean, tennis rackets okay. went through kind of a radical transformation. Oh, um, <laughs> dang. Yeah, no joke. So if you go back and watch like an old, say, like McEnroe game or something, they'll have rackets mm. more like this. Um, oh, huh. And by the time you get to like Agassi and Sampras and stuff, they have, it was initially called like oversized racket. And I think there was even um, some back and forth about whether that would be allowed. But yeah, the game really changed when they moved away from first the wooden rackets to the fiberglass frames and then to like a much larger surface area. Um, Oh, damn. Did not know. So, Mar- yeah, Marty dropping the tennis team. knowledge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys play some tennis though, right? Doesn't your family? Yeah. Yeah. Our tennis? family, it's like uh, tennis and hockey, which is kind of 
a weird combination, I guess, but um, <laughs> yeah, we all got, <laughs> all got really into it, but yeah, dude, this is just, um, this is like movie magic. I think, um, yeah. Samo grabbing the tennis rackets. And, uh, I think like we mentioned in the very beginning, you know, some of this is an adaptation to kind of cover for Jackie's injury. Um, but God, the audience is so lucky for it. Cause this is just, mm-hmm. I mean, this is an unforgettable moment and yeah, you can't, you can't talk about Samuel's career on screen without this sequence. It's just amazing. Um, and you also kind of get this. Yeah. Uh, I always think of Ninja Turtles, uh, the the nunchuck uh, back and forth with Michelangelo. Oh, totally. You kind of mm. get the same energy out of uh, Yasuaki Kurata using the size and then Samuel flipping the tennis rackets around. <laughs> oh, it's so good. All in one take, too. It's just amazing. And actually, as it being like kind of a joke weapon... I think they're kind of useful against size because the netting actually is pretty effective in kind of yeah, yeah, catch it. catching the size. So it's pretty awesome. He does it in one bit in the fight. And yeah, then you also get the that final <laughs> attack where smashing against yeah. the neck. Yeah. Another Smash instance where I just and... feel horrible for the stunt man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does like it. He's like a it's like a finishing move from a fighting game. Like oh, yeah. He's just totally. wailing on him and then does this final big hit. But then he flips him around and he's just like beating on him with the handle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so good. Yeah. Really, and even really the like good. the slow-mo shot of him kicking the uh, did you know who the could you catch who the double was? Because I couldn't, but it looks like um, a Western dude that's taking that kick through the glass, actually. <laughs> um but the but the go but him going through the the glass like it's even framed like a fighting game like it's like the side on yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's one of those things um, yeah what do you guys think about that shot going back through the, through the glass I think it, that it's it, cool it's, I mean it's almost like iconic but it's um, I just I wish they had actually shot it for slow mo because you can tell that it was shot at probably yeah, twenty four yeah. frames a second and they just played it back slower right. well and the, um, the impact through the glass is kind of an afterthought yeah of the exactly. attack itself so yeah i'll bet i'll bet he probably me. needed he probably meant to roll back further than yeah, he did and they just weren't able to reset it mm-hmm. yeah, it's possible it's chin garlock who's who was an action director on the movie and did i guess a whole lot of doubling throughout the movie mm-hmm. but then again he might not he might not have tapped in for kind of the more dangerous glass breaky stuff so i don't know although yeah. i don't know if we meant but yeah Samo took a glass break stunt um a little bit earlier in the richard norton fight mm-hmm. and it's, it's <laughs> clearly Samo. yep yeah and uh so here we, we have the, another yeah, uh, finale yeah so yeah this uh, i mentioned yumbu's iconic like moves and one of the ones i always think of is this first move that he does against yeah, chunk fat he does like this awesome it's like a jumping axe kick right to the chest mm-hmm. of chung fat <laughs> and i i think chung fat for me like nobody looks cooler getting hurt <laughs> than chung fat <laughs> he makes yeah, these totally. like hilarious like cartoon faces his expressions are great oh yeah the and, mustache just makes it all better. Yep. And I yeah, also man. really love the short, like, kind of Wing Chun sequence in the elevator. Oh, they yeah. Have the, oh, dude, right. so oh, good. Chun. The close and then, quarters. And that we move, like, in and then out of the elevator all in, like, one mm-hmm. routine. Oh, so good. Yeah. Yeah, and then the and then the punch through the through the wicker chair. <laughs> yeah, I love I love how they so emphasize good. that like it's some feat of strength, but it's like it's just wicker. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> you, you could probably do that if you really wanted to. Yep. 
Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, so so that, so they finish them. We get another another one of those. Technically, Sam Jackie and Yunbu are all in the same shot. Um, yeah, kind of shots. Um, Again, it's it's crazy how fleeting these moments are. Um, and uh, yeah, it's something I try to prepare folks for that start you know, getting into this cinema and get excited by wheels on meals. And it's like, Oh, this is my favorite trio of action performers. You know, what else are they they in? And we're obviously going to kind of get to that. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, so you really do need to watch the lucky stars movies if you're into that, but yeah, you got to kind of be prepared for, um, um, yeah, for, (laughs) for things going a little differently than, (laughs) than you're probably hoping. Yeah. Yeah. So then, the they they defeat all the all the bad guys and they they need to get on the elevator. But then the elevator opens up and who comes out? But everyone, <laughs> what a great everyone gag. comes oh, out. Yeah, dude, it's that the was, best gag, man. It's a really good gag. But yeah, you you start off, you see like people you recognize from the movie, but then you see just the stream of like thirty, forty people. <laughs> <laughs> and it just keeps going and going yep. and going, and it's and it's a bunch of people we recognize from other movies, like yeah, um, David Chang's in there, Meng yeah, Hoi's uh, in there, uh, Peter Chan, right? Yep. Uh, yep. He's the in cop. there. The cop, yep. Moon uh, Lee, who, Moon Lee. Um, of course, we see people from the, earlier in the movie too, like like Michelle Yeoh, uh, uh, Charlie Chen, right? The guy from the old movies. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah. And in uh, the the commentary, I, I turned on the commentary just for that scene because I knew that it was yeah. And he's like be, speed reading, and he's, he's just speed, speed reading, reading every person that he recognizes. <laughs> it's awesome. and, and at one point, he's even like a woman I don't recognize. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, and then Chin Su so cool. Ho's there. Uh, yeah, Lau, Lau Karyan's up there. Like everybody, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then it turns into uh, this like awesome like a rap, party. Af- <laughs> rap party. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. There's nothing quite like it. And it's, yeah, I love, I love that. It's like, yeah, it's so weird to say, but it's like the elevator gag is like my favorite gag of the whole movie. And then Mm -hmm. the rap party vibe is just like so charming. It's like, yeah, I (laughs) just love this. And it does leave you like wanting more, but Mm -hmm. I'm always kind of into that feeling. Yeah, Um, And it, it works out that we're not shooting any of these films with sync sound. So who knows? Was this, intended to be an actual scene in the film and then yeah they just kind of get a little more free with it it's it's hard to say um but it's super fun regardless and yeah ngs would be cool but i just love this and especially um there's that really sweet moment where i can't remember it's not michelle is it moon lee brings some flowers to jackie and oh i think i think so but yeah 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 it's really cute and that then people really are going sweet. kind of like expecting all the damage but it does sort of feel more like it's like old hong kong film vets like expecting yeah. inspecting the damage right yeah i i like there's like a shot with david chang just kind of it looks like he's lost <laughs> he's looking around he's got a shoulder yeah, bag totally. he's just like looking <laughs> right. around i gotta go i don't know what you yeah. guys are doing it's like what's going on here yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's Twinkle Twinkle Lucky Stars. It's a super fun movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, like the there's there's a lot of slow parts, which we've we've covered. There's a lot of there's a lot of very slow parts, but the action scene at the end, just that vibe you get, just leaves a really. It, it's funny. 
it makes you want to rewatch the more movie more than most of the rest of the movie does. <laughs> yeah, like it's I totally such a good ending that it makes you like it, it it makes the movie go from like a five to a to a nine, mm-hmm. you know? It's such yeah, a good finale. I totally feel that. Yeah, I knew that this would be a good set of films for us to cover <laughs> for our return. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening to our show. If you enjoyed it, then you use her review on Apple Podcasts or whatever you're listening to this on. Uh, you check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Heroes the Number Three Podcast. Also, I just I just dropped a new uh, chiptune cover of uh, yeah. Writing by Yellow Magic Orchestra. Well, hell is- yeah. It's a really cool track if you're not familiar with it, but I made a version like it's on an NES. But yeah, it's you awesome. can find that um, on the Sweet. YouTube channel Major Third. So, Carlos, what is our training for next week to finish off this little arc of ours? Okay, so uh, we've talked about that we've covered these main three Lucky Stars films, but uh, historically we usually do blocks of four movies, and I still want to give us that comfort food for our return. And I think that there's no other film that we should cover. We're still with Jackie. We're still with Samuel. We're still with you and Bew. But we're also going to return to... Oh, man. (laughs) So we watch Wheels on Meals. (laughs) We love Wheels on Meals, right? Mm -hmm. And Jackie versus Benny the Jet. So cool, isn't it, guys? Wouldn't you want to see more of that? (laughs) yeah so i think that's what we're gonna do so we're gonna check out dragons forever from 1988 dude it's amazing and and we were just mentioning that you know if wheels on meals what's your appetite for this iconic trio and you read about them and you're like oh okay they all want they all train together and they're in each other's movies there must be like a gajillion of these trio movies right not really not really you can kind of I think you could include Project A. I think that's fair. But really, for the most part, it's Wheels on Meals and it's our next movie, Dragons Forever. So it's this is an incredible delight of a movie. You know, I, it it didn't have, I think, quite the, the same kind of reputation in Hong Kong uh, when it came out. Um, but everyone that I know that's, you know, kind of discovered the film later just is in love with this thing. And, yeah, I cannot wait to dig into it. I'm super, super excited. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, until next week, where we're taking a look at Dragons Forever, I'm Matthew. I'm Marty. I'm Carlos. And we are the Heroes 3. Remember your training. Heroes 3 is part of the Mercado Brothers Podcast Network.